Hey, quick editor's note uh, before we get into this episode. So uh, last week, the Apple Vision Pro uh, came out and I asked uh, my friends Devin Davies and Christian Seelig if they wanted to, to attempt to do a different kind of episode of launch than I've done before. Um, we, we wanted to do a video episode where we actually, you know, are inside of the, uh, the Vision Pros uh, as our weird persona things um, and kind of talk about the launch of this new platform and their two apps that kind of went with it and had some success already. Um, so that's what we did. It was genuinely really fun. But as you'll hear, uh, there was <laughs> kind of a couple of technical snafus, uh, lost recordings, the video cut out at one point. So, you know, if there's some weird stuff, uh, that's why. And also, if you're listening to this like you normally do in your podcast feed, um, there is a video version on YouTube. I'll include uh, the link to the YouTube page in the show notes, of course. Um, but if you're interested in that, that'll be linked there. It'll be the same audio either way, which means the audio will also be a lot less edited than normal because uh, I can't get away with nearly as many cuts or tightening things up in video form as I can with audio. So uh, there's all my excuses out of the way. Let's get to the show. Welcome to Launched. I'm Charlie Chapman, and today I'm excited to bring you Devin Davies, the developer behind the cooking app Crouton, and Christian Selig, the developer behind the Vision OS YouTube app Juno. Devin, Christian, welcome to the show. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, all right. We just got right off the bat. We, we went ahead and knocked out the, the awkwardness that is going to be this. We just spent, how long has it been? Like 30 minutes? No, it's been like 50 minutes uh, that we've spent <laughs> trying to get this set up. And I'm at least about 50% sure that this is actually being recorded. So, so we'll see how this actually goes. It's been the best period of my life by far. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. All right. Well, um, I'll try to keep us on the rails as best as I can. So uh, the idea here is both of you have actually been on this show before. Christian, you were the like the second person I ever had on. Uh, oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was okay. kind of it was during that crazy like original week. Um, and Devin, you were on it was last year, right? Yeah. Not long before you canceled it. Yeah. <laughs> you say that like they're related somehow. Correlation. I could like never Sopranos top ended. it. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like my thought here was uh, all three of us, obviously, as anybody can see, we all have uh, the Vision OS or no, sorry, the Vision Apple Vision Pro, as it's called. Um, and all three of us, though, you two more so than me, uh, have actually developed apps for it. We were there on day one. Um, Devin, you had Crouton, your cooking app that already existed for um, all the other Apple platforms, you you spent a very long time uh, making it like truly native for the platform and making like a a cooking experience, right? And then, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like because um, the product had been rumored for so long, there's kind of a lot of time before it even launched to kind of ideate on what it might be like. So yeah, I think it was great to be able to like jump into it, kind of running in a way. And then Christian, uh, you you weren't necessarily. I, I don't think you were really planning the app that you came out with Juno until relatively recently. Whenever th it came out that there was not going to be a native YouTube app, is that right? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely not as organized as Devin. Because, man, I remember, like, at WWDC, like, I think, like, the day after you were, like, mocking up stuff in Sketch <laughs> somehow, before the SDK came out. So, yeah, no, I wasn't anything like that. Um, I think the YouTube, lack of a YouTube announcement came out, and I was like, oh, that sucks. And I was like, oh, man, if I, oh, wait, I'm an app developer. Like, maybe I could maybe I could do something there. And then, yeah, yeah, it was a quick dash for a week, and managed so, to put something together i think we kind of and then mine was very much also the weak thing but with even less time and it's not even necessarily worth talking about so we probably really won't but no, i think no. we kind of represent the the different approaches that developers have taken to the platform um and both of you have had very interesting experiences post-launch so i think i think i mean i know there's like a bajillion different pieces of content related to this new platform already, but I, th I think we can kind of bring an interesting perspective in here. So that was, that was kind of the idea behind the show. We'll see how it actually ends up going. <laughs> <laughs> so to start out, I want to like, uh, Devin, I want to like, let you talk through sort of the story of, of not crouton the whole app. If, Whoa, I just sent my notes flying across the room. Um, <laughs> <Okay>? like, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Knocked over my TV. Um, no, uh, so we've talked about obviously Crouton the app already on the show. So if somebody's interested in that, they should go listen to that episode. But since the announcement last summer, um, to last Friday, which is like four days ago as we record, um, I just want to talk through the story of like how you built spatial computing or whatever you want to call that into, mm -hmm. uh, into Crouton. Yeah, totally. I feel like I should apologize off the bat as well for anyone watching this for the fact that my mouth doesn't close all the way. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but... <laughs> I have to say, everybody's reaction to your persona in particular has always been like, oh, that's pretty good. I think I think you have had the best one of all of them I've seen. But you're, you're self-conscious about the mouth uh, not closing, yeah, which is pretty understandable. <laughs> I think I'll just opt for keeping it very wide open so that there's no confusion. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, become a mouth <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Crouton, um, yeah, I guess as Christian said, like once the, um, after dub the keynote, uh, there wasn't really like the SDK didn't drop straight away. There was like a couple of days there, um, before it came out. Um, but I were kind of was pretty excited about it and wanted to start thinking about how Crouton might look. So I spent a bit of time in sketch, just sort of trying to use the vision OS design paradigm and mock up a few things. Um. It is interesting, actually, like trying to use those tools that were built for kind of iOS design, then trying to do things like the like these glass backgrounds. Oh yeah, um, like in Sketch. Yeah, you run into some limitations pretty quick, and laptop definitely gets a bit warmer trying to render so many like blur. Yeah, glass textures in per in particular, it kind of struggles with, right? Yeah, which is weird because so, didn't like Windows Vista do that? Fascinating. <laughs> like, Did it so well too? Yeah, yeah, they must head of the curve that Vista. But was your was your sketch mockups like anywhere close to what you ended up shipping? Uh I mean the rough idea was there. I think the. Okay, okay. I mean the basic concept of cooking in AR has kind of been, I guess, one of like the maybe the poster childs of, of VR stuff for a while of just like placing stuff in the kitchen. So there's definitely some ideas there that other people have had um, that then I could sort of draw on and add a few things in as well. So um, I think it's pretty much the same. Just the designs changed a bit as I've. Obviously, then going from Sketch and actually using SwiftUI to build the things, it's much easier because you just get the glass backgrounds for free in the simulator and you don't have to spend ages adding the extra like reflections in the corners and things. Outside of the design itself, though, like what were the main, 
obviously putting timers sitting over your pot that's you're running a timer on like that's the obvious like poster child sort of example but there's other things that you did so like what are the what are the spatial elements that you brought in to the app to make it sing yeah well i think even the big one for me is just having your um the recipe steps and the ingredients so big and obvious like if you have a recipe book or even the ipad um, running crouton if you cross the other side of the room you can't read it at all so if you head to the pantry to get some ingredients or something like that you then forget the ingredients you went for maybe that's just me Mm, you gotta go back and check the book whereas if you can just turn around and like just see it pretty much as big from the other side of the room i think that's a big a big saving um, yeah, that's an example. I all I've cooked with it so far, uh, just because my kids have been sick, so I haven't actually been like properly cooking uh, in the last two days. But I did make some cereal with it, uh, which was a pretty intense process. But even there, I noticed exactly what you said, which is like one of the nice things is that you can have your ingredients with you all the time. But was the recipe list long? Oh, it's you know, it's, there's a lot. There's a lot going on when I make Cheerios, Christian. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> but like, uh, uh, but like it, everything's really anchored in physical space, which is cool. But that means that you sort of almost end up with the same negative, which is like, if I walk over to the cupboard, I have to like lean my head back to see where I left the ingredients list to see it. Now it's easier because it's gigantic and it's floating in my space, but it would be cool if uh, like a future API they give us, which is like you can pin something to yourself, if that makes sense. So it like follows you around. Yeah, I think something like that would be interesting. It's hard to know how that would work with with multiple apps running. Like if you end up with like 10 windows pinned to you or like which app gets to control. What gets pinned where? Is that like a system decision or does the user do it? Yeah, it feels like something you should just be able to control. Like it's a, it's a, I almost said springboard, but whatever the, the framework is for the platform itself. Like I should have like a floating <laughs> list of windows I can like put it down at the bottom of my view or something that kind of like follow me around or something like that. You should you be able to like, just like adjust into the, the window. So like, or, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just thinking you could also just make it so like whatever was there last, if if there's no room, it just gets kicked out, and the most recent one wins. Um, yeah, like only one thing can be there at yeah, a time, yeah, or something, just like an iOS app or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've been on FaceTime calls where I've been walking through my house, uh, and I like grab. I'm being very careful not to actually do the gesture. I'm I like grab the window and I carry you know my mom around the house with me. Uh, which sort of felt at first it felt cool. And then I'm like, it's kind of the same as my phone though. At that point, like I'm holding it. Uh, I should be able to just say like, I want this to be with me and it just Mm kind of hovers around with me. Right. And I think for a cooking app or something, cause like you can, you can hold the button to recenter your view, but then that would take all your kitchen timers and pull them off of the thing that you stuck them to, which would also kind of undo that, that use case. Yeah. You, so you can pin things to users now as well, but you have to do it in the immersive mode, which means only your app can be running. And I think oh. part of the appeal of Crouton too is that you might have other things going, like a video and, and um, such like. So if you then had to like close everything just to cook, I feel like maybe be less uh, inclined to use Vision Pro for cooking. Yeah. yeah that's, okay. That's I see what you're saying. So an immersive app can pin things to the person. So those APIs do exist. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, the wheels really come off. I don't know if that's the saying, but you, you could do a lot more in immersive the, mode than you can. In, yeah. Like, the, the, the do you say mode. whale or wheel? The wheels. The wh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's the Nova I'm, Scotia way. Yeah, the say, whales come the off. <laughs> this, this is it definitely not a phrase. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, you can do so much more in immersive mode, but it's tricky because you get that balance of like, should I kick everyone else out of the party? Yeah. 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 Cause I, I think, think for YouTube could definitely work. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like if you were watching a YouTube video and you wanted to pin it to your head, you're probably not like have 700 other things going on. Like if you're walking around the house vacuuming or something, but yeah, I don't know. It would be cool for like 2.0 or something. Yeah. It feels like the type of thing that developers should be able to control, but maybe that does make sense in immersive mode, but then the window system itself should let you just pin a window to yourself. Yeah. Maybe not even at the app level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's kind of just like uh, an OS feature of like, like a menu bar app or whatever, where it's like, I want these to exist in a space outside of the rest of my, my like spatial windows or whatever you want to call that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to get in such a fun developer uh, position where it's like how you had like pre dark mode, everyone had dark mode in their apps. And then the actual API comes yeah. out and you're like, oh God, I've got 17 <laughs> hacks to support this independently of the OS. Like, what that's, do I do? And I was just talking to somebody about this. I was like, I think the thing that's super exciting about this is we haven't had an immature platform from Apple in a while. I mean, I guess Apple Watch kind of, but like, at least I haven't played around yeah, in that yeah. space the same way. No, it was still like 10 years ago. Yeah, there's so much low-hanging fruit that, like, every dub-dub, there can be a bunch of small things that they do that all of us kind of gasp, like, ah, you know, yeah, yeah, I can, sure. uh, the keyboard works, or uh, what's the one? Oh, like, I can reorder my apps on my home screen. Like, everybody <laughs> right, will be like, right. yes, finally. Or um, you can bring the, the main window back to the foreground when you close all your secret yeah, windows. Yeah, yeah okay, that's okay. one. That might Whoa. be interesting in this <laughs> conversation, too, like baby steps something developers have been fighting every developer it seems like building a vision os app has sort of run into is what do you do if you open multiple windows and then you close your main window and there isn't like a os paradigm for that so everybody's kind of like making their own solution for that like adding a home button or something like what did you do Devin? because you have that problem right uh at the moment i've just neglected it Um, that's that's what i was hoping your answer would be (laughs) i'm doing a few different things in different windows and there's nothing consistent i'm just hoping that we'll get like a 1.1 release yeah i wonder what do you think dub dub is going to be i'm i've basically thrown out my whole plan here and we're just going to keep talking uh but like (laughs) dub dub this year uh is like only what four months or something into the platform but do you think we'll get like a proper new release or will it be like a 1.5 or something like that like up until you said how there's so many low-hanging fruit i was like no chance there's going to be like vision os 2.0 at dub dub even though that's when they normally get previewed but now you're like yeah they could just nail out like 20 really obvious hopefully quick features and everyone would be like yeah that's a 2.0 like yeah well and and like when do you think they locked this version like i bet it was earlier than even normal because of hardware and stuff i could see maybe it's the opposite i don't know yeah i was gonna say i could see it being way earlier than normal or like they were coding until like last week yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. so it's it's i don't know i bet you though like everything there's like feature lock right so like i'm sure Mm. the stuff that is in it they were probably up until the last minute getting bugs ironed out but i bet there's a lot of things that they cut from v1 
that are like close to, or maybe they are ready to go now, but they had to make that choice in November or earlier September or something. That's a good question. Hmm. I feel like they'd want to ship a 2.0. <laughs> the just way to... you moved your head, it looked like your head just like your neck just snapped. <laughs> oh, no, it did in real life. That, that's oh, okay. actually pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should we no, be, this is somewhat of a medical emergency. <laughs> if you hear sirens, don't be alarmed. Yeah, to be fair, we wouldn't know if you're on the way to the hospital or not. Just no, no. Just <laughs> you're doing true. this from, uh, it's a benefit. from the back of my ambulance. see my head bouncing from the CPR. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. So you, <laughs> like I said, I kind of broke my whole thing here. But like, uh, so we talked about like, yeah, the idea of cooking with it. There's a couple like very VRE features though that you added too, right? Devin, like uh, there's like a measuring, like a 3D measuring thing. Yeah. So I, I don't know about you, but often in like a recipe when it says get like a 12 by 12 inch tray, I mean, it just don't really convert for me anyway, but you, I read that and just have no idea what it means. So I just grab a tray and hope for the best. Um, so I thought it'd be cool to be able to actually visualize what that size is. And then hopefully by looking at it, you can think, oh yeah, I've got, you know, like a casserole dish that's pretty close to that. Um, uh, so oh it, yeah, for baking. That makes, I'm understanding Yeah, now. yeah. Oh, like any, often recipes just, I don't know, like to tell you what size to use. Um, so you can just um, tap on it in the recipe, um, just like look and pinch and then it, um, will open up like a volumetric space with the the size essentially so you just pop that on the bench and then um go grab what you need does that let you uh, because i haven't tried that one yet does that like is there an affordance for placing something on the table itself or is it kind of like some guesswork because i've noticed i've struggled with that with some of the games i've wanted to put it on my you know coffee table and like there is no like kind of snapping to like i was expecting yeah, I think uh, it, there's, it definitely doesn't snap to it, but you get the shadow, which helps a little bit. Yeah, you can that's sort of true. See when it connects. If you want to do any kind of pinning, it's pretty similar to the person. We have to be in the immersive mode, which yeah. then you could sort of you could detect. I think the the bench top, um, and pin directly. It feels like it's another one of those things where it's it feels like the the like OS windowing system should have like if you're really close to an edge because it detects it obviously because it's putting the shadow there if it just kind of would snap in to be like yeah i'm locking it into that spot mm. but maybe it's not quite good enough that they almost don't want to encourage you to do that i don't know i don't have you played fruit ninja it's yeah because that has the yet. floor stuff and that like, works i had fruit landing on the couch next to me like bouncing off the cushions and it was, oh, like, it was really very convincing oh yeah. i haven't i i was in like the most open part of my room Oh, I mean, you gotta uh, do it somewhere messy and then well it was messy but not <laughs> there wasn't any big furniture oh that's interesting. interesting yeah i'll have to try that so okay so that that was crouton you did um i know we i don't know all of us did a lab i don't know if any of us are technically allowed to talk about it or not but just in a like helpful not helpful that's more or less the granularity I'm asking for here. Did you feel like the labs were useful for you, Devin, while you were building this out? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, the similar thing to like um, building iOS apps. I think if you build something in the simulator for an iOS app, you often then run it on your phone and you're like, whoa, these buttons are like all yeah. the wrong size. Um, this is not usable. And so, yeah, I think definitely going to a lab makes a pretty big difference to just ironing out a few things that you kind of do miss. We, in the do we know? Are they going to continue doing those? Like, I think so. Cause like, 
They, yeah, that's what I was thinking because they were doing them like even a week before or something. And I kind of had the thought like a lot of developers probably can't afford to buy one of these. But like if they live in one of the, you know, blessed places, uh, yeah. being able to go to a lab would still be super useful. Because, yeah, that was my experience too, Devin, like I, especially with the audio stuff. It just literally works different uh, than it does on real device. Uh, so I couldn't even test a lot of my stuff until, you know, it actually, I actually got one of these. And what about you, Christian? What yeah. you, we, you, did you do a lab after I, you started Juno or was it all before? No, it was, it was, I wanted to play around with pixel pals at the time. Um, and so it wasn't too helpful for Juno just because I hadn't conceived it yet, but, um, it, it was definitely helpful for that and just kind of figuring out like how it works as a, as a paradigm i guess like the like you play around with an ipad simulator and even if you don't have an ipad you're like okay it's a 2d rectangle like i kind of got the gist of it right Uh, even though like absolutely running it on devices a million times more helpful but like with this i found it amplified it even further like you're like so so many things you're like oh that'll work well it doesn't work at all um so yeah i found it i found it super helpful just in kind of like recalibrating your expectations as like as how the device works and yeah i definitely recommend going if you're like um if you have the means to like the calculus is tricky because for me it was like like, it was on the same coast as me, but I still had to, like, leave Canada and go to New York. Yeah. And it was like, you do the math, and you're like, like, three of those, maybe? And it would pay for the Vision Pro. And yeah. you're like, so, like, you've got people like Emmanuel, who makes card pointers, who I think, like, lived at the labs, because it was probably, like, next door to him. It was really um, easy to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that. then it's a no-brainer for you. Um, like, if it's just, if it's an easy access. But yeah. for a lot of us, it's How a little trickier. You did the in-person pickup uh for yeah. your actual device right yeah, yeah. Did, so d- does that mean you did what essentially if you just scheduled a demo what you would basically, do basically like they were like like do you, basically like they were like do you want a demo and kind of like pushing for like you should i think it was yeah. because like we were also the first <laughs> of the day so i think the employees were kind of like jonesing to like try out this thing they've probably yeah. been like practicing for days um and no they were like this is christian c like yeah oh yeah God. yeah no that, that, that was definitely <laughs> yeah. definitely heard a lot of that um yeah. but it was the washed up reddit developer walks into the apple store <laughs> but no it was they, no they were very good and they were it was it felt like they were um like i don't know like you do a school play and it's the opening night and they're like okay yeah this is what we've been practicing for um and they seemed really excited to do it um and it was just a really cool demo so um i think i got the whole whole shabam there's definitely some like technical glitches as they figure things out but like it went incredibly smoothly i thought for like how it was basically the first time so in terms of because the the reason i ask is like uh a lot of people maybe can't get to cupertino or new york or sydney or wherever but like if but more people have access to an apple store do you think doing one of those demos if you're wanting to develop for this would be useful or is it a lot more like this is watching a movie you know which isn't necessarily helpful as a developer (laughs) i guess it depends can you like tell the apple employee yeah i'm totally uh following your demo and then just go off (laughs) because does it take you through any of the default apps at all like do you do you get the experience obviously you do get the experience of looking and tapping but i just mean the sort of interactive model because that's what's super weird they bring you through safari to start um and then you go into photos and then i think it's mostly the apple tv app um so there's definitely a moment and they have you rearrange windows so there's definitely an opportunity to kind of get at home with the operating system that that i think is really helpful but um definitely like similar to the labs make sure that your apple store has it because i went to mine and they were like we don't sell these in canada like what are you doing here Um, (laughs) i thought you had to sign up for a spot yeah, that was also an issue. They said like oh. <laughs> it, was, it did not go well. Um, 
Okay, so I guess that's Crouton. So Juno, like we kind of touched on it. It's a lot shorter of a story, but like <laughs> what's the what's the like uh the impetus for why you made it? We already kind of said yeah, they yeah, announced it, there wasn't a YouTube app, but yeah, it was basically just like I watch a lot of YouTube and like for me the Vision Pro is kind of like, oh, this is gonna be an awesome like content consumption device. Like having like a massive screen, not even if you're on a plane, but just like sitting in your living room and like I don't have a 120-inch TV. Um and I thought that would be so cool. Um and I was kind of like crestfallen that I was like, oh, there's not a YouTube app. Like up until like 99% of the announcement of the Vision Pro's life, I was like, this will be something I'll be able to use. And they kind of dropped that at the last minute. And I was like, like, can I make this even a little better for myself? Because in Apollo, I like there's like, and if you go to like our slash videos, it's almost all YouTube videos. So I had to build like a somewhat competent YouTube player. Um, uh, so I had a lot of code that was kind of like an experience interfacing with YouTube in some capacity. So it was like, Oh, if, if even if I could just take like Apollo's implementation and make that into a YouTube app, that would be infinitely better than the website. Um, and, th- and thankfully it was, and I, and I kind of used that code as a jumping point. It was able to put together something pretty quickly that I was like, yeah, this is at least a lot better than the website for a 1.0 and hopefully beyond I can take it substantially further even yet. So then, so you got that put together pretty quickly. Was it like you were using the actual YouTube API and then making a like native Swift UI app, right? It's yeah. not like it's a web wrapper. It's, it's sort of like a, a hybrid between both. Like YouTube has like um, an API in the same way Reddit had an API um, and that you can <laughs> you can call Ominous, he says with, with sadness yeah, yeah, yeah. moment of silence good times um, yeah where you can call like an endpoint and it returns JSON which is great and you can even upload videos but there's no component um, to be like can I um, like get the video with this ID to, to like show in, a, in an AV player view controller or whatever yeah um, which is so it's kind of like you're, you're a little limited there so it's like okay um what do I want to do there? And with Apollo, funnily enough, like I did, it's, it's effectively a web wrapper in that YouTube gives you like this, this video player element, and then you can call a bunch of JavaScript methods to interface with it. So you can call like dot pause video, dot play video, you know, dot enable subtitles or whatever. Um, and you get basically like this programmatic access to the underlying video player, even if you don't get the actual video file. So you can't do like cool stuff like airplay or like download the video. Um, but you can, programmatically interface with the video so you, you can put like native controls up um on top of this like web layer and interface with it directly so you kind of get like something that's substantially better than just a web view um but not quite as good as a fully native view um and that that was kind of the basis for it. and that was how apollo operated and it worked convincingly enough that i was pretty happy with it um so that that was kind of the where i was approaching it from if you can believe it, I am actually familiar with those APIs because I oh, built yeah, a uh, I built a a video player inside of the Windows 8 tablet app for the Grand Ole Opry uh, <laughs> way back in the day. For the what? <laughs> the, Do you think it still works? <laughs> the Grand Ole Opry. Uh, it's like is that like an opera? Uh, no, no, it's like a country music uh, oh. hall in Nashville. Oh, okay. uh, it's, it's where like the music scene, I think, like kind of spurred out of. It's anyway, where all music came from. And you built like an. It's, where, yeah, it's where all <laughs> music came from. Yes, amazing. Uh, it's, it's kind of incredible. Yeah, but you like built their app. But yeah, yeah, it was whenever I was doing the like Windows eight uh, consulting stuff oh, back in the day. Cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, that it was really fun because it was like same kind of thing. I was building like a video player that had like native controls over 
an iframe essentially, but you yeah. could call into the JavaScript. Is I I bet you the API is surprisingly similar, even though that was like oh gosh, no twenty. 13 maybe something oh, like that I, I have no doubt it's it's probably virtually identical but the, the yeah. nice part there is that it is just javascript calls to an html element basically so it's like people right. are like youtube's gonna come along and then smush you in some capacity and it's like I, I don't think so but like insofar as like there's not really anything too smush like there's no api keys here there's no um you know quota limits per day it's just like you're mm-hmm. talking to like a physical thing basically and saying play and pause yeah for the video, you are using the API for... No, I'm not actually... For the website, I'm basically just... Um, so I get basically the YouTube HTML, um, and then I do like a crap ton of CSS and JavaScript oh. to like, r- like yank out elements, like um, hide elements, like move elements to kind of make it feel more Vision OS-y. Um, because it, it turns so out... So that's actually a web view? Like yeah, the yeah. whole thing is? The whole th- except oh, for the video wow. player. Um, yeah, yeah. Right, it turns right. out like if you, if you remove enough stuff, like the transparent um, Vision It'll OS window, to show through that's um, wild okay i i honestly like thought scratching away CSS layers until you see the basically yeah, yeah and there's certain that's stuff like if you have like the sidebar which has your subscriptions and everything like i'm like oh like i could take that and just kind of move that off screen and instead make that like a native element and um like similar stuff with like the search bar and whatnot like you can like do a lot to maybe like yank out the web elements and replace them with native stuff um while still having like the core thing because yeah doing the youtube api for that would be tricky insofar as um funnily enough they talked about this on atp recently the podcast where um the youtube like data api which is what that would be using like has completely nerfed itself in kind of a Reddit way um, lately where when I signed up for it with Apollo and historically with Apollo, I got 50 million requests per day. Um, and the request credits or something, right? Exactly. Exactly. And now yeah. if you sign up, you get 10,000, which like, <laughs> if you do the math is like point zero zero two percent of what you had um so so if i was to build with that like you'd very quickly run into limits even just of throughput but you also you don't get stuff again similar to the reddit api you don't get stuff like recommendations where you're like oh if you liked you know this mkbhd video you might like this mr who's the boss video um you would just purely get like your subscriptions which which is great and what a lot of people use but like if you want more recommendations and whatnot like it's kind of nice to be able to leverage the youtube um that's what website. people are expecting if they yeah, open a YouTube app, right? 2024, yeah. for better or worse. I was wondering with the... So, obviously, with the Apple TV app, they've kind of got the more immersive viewing mode where the screen pushes, like, right back and expands. Is that an API at all, or is that completely locked out? I think that is an API. Like, there's a WWDC... Or there's maybe a sample project um, that goes over that that I have downloaded and have been meaning to open, but it's... I'm pretty sure you just dock a view really far away. Um, and mm-hmm. then you, you basically create the immersive environment, um, in the immersive mode. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, there's not an API though, to take any of like Apple's, um, uh, immersive environments and like leverage those, unfortunately. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. Like it feels like I should be able to take any app showing video or photos. Like really, yeah. I should be able to like almost like the full screen button on the Mac. Right. I should be able to full screen it and then choose from the deep built in Apple ones. Cause like. The Mount Hood one where you can see the reflections on the water. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch movies on that. But like, unless it's an Apple TV, that's just not an option, which is really kind of annoying. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I almost wonder if it's like a licensing thing <laughs> where like Mount Hood was like only show Mount us Hood wasn't Apple cool content. with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't understand. Mount, yeah, Mount Hood itself. <laughs> <laughs> the Rangers there are yeah, really oh, tight gosh. about IP. Yeah, like uh, Fires <laughs> and Apple IP are there too. <laughs> They need to get... Oh, did I disappear for you guys? 
No? Good as nope. ever. Oh, there we go. Okay, I disappeared from the feed that was recording, which is interesting. Huh. Oh, well. Um, yeah, they need to get one um, in the on that street where the uh, the, lar- the small boulder, the size of a large boulder. Uh, <laughs> That's not Mount Hood, uh, is it? I don't think so. I'm oh, just okay. saying that needs to be one of the environments. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the opportunities are. Yeah, I mean, you, I'm sure there's some AI to build that into like stereoscopic 3D. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. It does feel like the environments are going to be like the Apple Watch, uh, third party watch faces, oh, where it's no. like if they have nothing, they're going to be like, hey, we got two new environments this year. <laughs> and like Mickey that can Mouse. be a good 10 minute segment uh, to fill up some time. That's fair. Which I don't think I'd be know. mad though. I feel like. I'm surprised how much I enjoy the environments, especially the, the Mount Hood one. Like just sitting by that lake, just, I don't know. It's peaceful. So I haven't played around with that too much. So like if you took like an existing like window in Juno or something and, and just like put it really far back, like you can't put it far back enough, I assume, to make it. It big. like stops before the water. It's like there's like a limit right, right, for right. normal windows. It's weird because um, you there's a limit to how far you can push a window back. But if you just stand up and walk forward, you can push it back farther and then you can go sit back down and it will be that far away. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, that's a handy tip. You want to get into the water. Yeah, so could you, you walk could into put, the water of Mount Hood? Doesn't I it think no matter off? what, it'll it'll start fading out if you get out of a certain zone oh, in that you, environment. But if you fade the environment up, I think it like starts you from that spot. If that makes sense. So you're always like in the middle. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, it's a shame there's not even any, like, APIs to programmatically place, like, even your own windows. Like, yeah, I don't know. It'd be cool to be, like, place this slightly out of their view or something. But it's always... Yeah, I do understand, though. That's going to be, like... Like, it does kind of make sense that that's at at the OS level to me. Yeah. Well, it's like, I, I even just for iOS development or Vision OS development, rather, I wish, I hate how I'll be running Xcode and like have it full screen and then it'll just appear right in front of me. Um, yes. I'm kind of like, but I'm coding, like get out of the way, <laughs> like go over there. Um, and every single time I run the app, I have to physically move it. Um, it if you like yeah. look over to the side, you can get, it'll pop oh, up. Oh, if in you the like time it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's probably the, but I mean, routine. that's, you know, kind of annoying still, but yeah. It'd be nice so, if you could at least specify like a you know like leading trailing top bottom kind of position yeah just even relative to your own window window. yeah yeah that's true i guess if they gave you too much control facebook would put like some something creepy (laughs) on your wall in the background (laughs) that you wouldn't notice for a week well and selfishly it's like if you've ever done mac development it's like yeah you have all those controls but then it's like it's so easy to make something wrong too like Like, you like Ethically just behaved. Or? No, no, no. Well, you know, yeah. No, no. Uh, no he's famous for yeah, yeah, the yeah. <laughs> uh, But just like uh, things behaving the way you'd expect them to. Because like the right. moment that you can break out of the system, the moment you you now are responsible for keeping it up with every change that they make to the system. Fair. Which they don't yeah. always advertise. So it's just right. like slight behavior changes. Now your app starts feeling off more and more. Um, but yeah, it would be nice if the environments themselves were something that third parties could make them and then others could join in. But I think just like the Apple watch, it's going to be a long time if ever that they do that because they want those, those things are probably optimized to the nth degree. 
Um, I'm even curious how you like, um, if I wanted to say, fine, I'll, I'll do my own. Like, um, I, I guess I understand it from a, like a reality kit view where you, you could basically build like a sphere and then like, you know, like telegraph a material onto it. But it's like, what is the, do you just license like a really high res, like MP4 file or something? Like what is the, I guess the, well, there's 3d, they're 3d environments. Like they have 3d meshes. You know, if you shift oh. your head, you can see around rocks. The, and, like, I guess to answer right, my own thing, right, right, there right. are third-party ones. Because if you go into the Disney app or the HBO right. app, they have their own. And those use the same API because you can dial it in and out just like in the regular windowed environment. So then but is it's it like only a, in the immersive space. So is it like a scene in Reality Composer Pro that they, like, you know, built? It seems like it would be something like that. Oh, yeah. interesting. And then maybe, like, a video file for the sky. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. there's probably a single sphere. Uh, what do you call that? Like a HDRI, um, uh, HDRI map. Is that what it's called? Like a 360 degree right. photo, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like your sphere for the background. But then there's a bunch of foreground elements that are close to you so that you get the depth. That would be oh, my guess. Yeah. Which I guess, I guess, yeah, for Juno, since you can't like do their immersive spaces the same way. I guess that's, you would have to build your own From if you wanted to have those types integrate of with some YouTubers and have like a Linus T-Tips office. <laughs> okay. Actually, dope, actually, that would be pretty sweet. Like huh. imagining being in MKBHD's office. You can see his robot camera, like in the that's background. That's true. Because even around. if like, even if you didn't go so ham as to have like, you know, everything 3d built, like if you just had like a 3d photo, like it would kind of be cool. Um, the 3D photo would be super easy. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wonder if that's the play. Um, just, just to have... You'd like want MVP. a floor at least, though. That's true. Yeah. Think, it would look really weird flat. if you didn't have that. Okay. This is, give, this is giving me some idea. I wonder, too, if you could go on like something like Fiverr and, and commission like a professional 3D artist to... like. I wonder how much the skills are transferable to Reality Composer Pro. Um, or or how, however you... I would it. imagine they would be. I would be hope. Like, build me something cool. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah i imagine it's not something you can learn in like a weekend too what are you are you leaning back and then leaning forward in your chair because <laughs> your your See, torso is, just keeps is, flinging like, violently forwards and then backwards. it's like I'm johnny like, bravo <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, um I'm on like my couch, which has like, um, it's like an L sectional and I'm on the L part, I guess. So my legs are kind of like kicked out and I'm like half leaning back, half leaning forward. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fidgeter. Um, and yeah, this is, and the, the nice thing about zoom, uh, is I could see how cursed I looked. Uh, but with this FaceTime stuff, I can't, um, let me see if Mount Hood supports the settings app. Yeah. And my, my video feed for some reason just keeps cutting out on the, yeah, the zoom recording just as there we go i'm back now so you know for anybody watching that's wondering why that's happening i I don't either know but i do know it's happening so there's that um (laughs) he is on it so yeah so uh okay so we talked about you know the development of both of these let's talk about the launches themselves because both of them have been really fun to watch from the outside i imagine fun and maybe overwhelming from the inside so let's start with crouton because that kind of happened first so when the when the first uh, set of reviews came out, what, like three or four days before the actual devices were released to the public, uh, one of the very few reviewers that was out there was Joanna Stern with the Wall Street Journal. And she did this crazy, cool video like she always does where she 
put it on and left it on for like 24 hours and went to a cabin in Colorado or something and went skiing and all this stuff. But one of the like big segments of that video, the one that I was seeing everywhere on social media afterwards was she used your app, Kirtan, to cook a meal and was doing the timers and basically did this really cool demo. What what was that like? One, just seeing that, like, when was the first time you saw that that actually was was in the video? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was all pretty overwhelming. Um, I think I first, I think Christian actually posted it somewhere. It was like oh, three yeah, a.m. in New Zealand. I was like, I don't know, Devin, yeah. Devin, it's you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I checked my phone at three a.m., but I did. Um, and then didn't get back to sleep. Ten texts. I think you broke through my do not disturb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I need a plane to Canada. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I uh, I watched the video. I guess I should should backtrack a little bit. I um, I guess like something that we do. I'm sure all of us do when we're like going to release something. We like email a few people just to let them know, um, you know, they've got something new coming out. And, and often for me, that usually like doesn't lead anywhere. So I just do it as kind of part of the process and then move on. Um, but uh, yeah, this time, obviously, uh, Joanna got the email and downloaded Crouton, um, which was unexpected and, and pretty sweet. Um, and so then I guess when the video dropped and Christian said it was in there, it's pretty nerve wracking before you watch it because you've got like no idea how they're going to react or what, like what they might say about the experience. I thought this and was the future until I used this app. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and I guess, especially with this device, um, I guess like we've talked about, like it's not something we've really had access to before the launch. So I haven't even really used Crouton for that long, um, like on a device. I definitely haven't used it in a kitchen. Um, and so... Uh, experiencing that for the first time through the Wall Street Journal was <laughs> like a lot, um, but it was yeah. But it was pretty. It was awesome um, how positive she was about it, and it seemed like in the review it kind of was part of what made the device click for her in some ways. And even in some of the comments on the video, normally YouTube comments are kind of like dire, but there was a lot of positive comments as well from people being like, "Oh, that time of thing actually looks pretty sweet." Um, I think so, I sent you a text that night that was like, if you want to go full, uh, was it Nathan from, uh, from, uh, Ted Lasso where he like is obsessed with going through Twitter. I was like, just search vision pro cooking or something on Twitter. And it was just, <laughs> it was literally like an unlimited stream of comments, uh, that you could have probably gotten. I probably shouldn't have sent that yeah. to you. Was it, was it a bad <laughs> that, for your mental health? <laughs> his hair started turning the gray. Color yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's lucky I've got this persona to hide all the damage. Um, yeah, I think that was definitely, it was sort of a bit of a roller coaster. I think there's a lot of people that saw it and were like super receptive to the idea. And then uh, there was also, I guess it's easy to have like a hot take of like, oh, the three, $3,500 device to set timers, like just get a kitchen timer. I think it's, it's an easy, easy to thing to of... joke about, right? Because yeah. it is like weird and different and, and you can see the obvious, like you're wearing a bucket on your face using a knife like there is a story there that is like easy to sort of make fun of and totally people took that opportunity to make jokes yeah so it was, a, it was a bizarre experience um for that day even like a couple of days like just scrolling my normal twitter feed and like seeing screenshots of like my app like just often and yeah seeing different people's opinions on it so it was like it was pretty cool and it was also um uh, when you see like a lot of the negative ones it can also be kind of a lot to kind of take in um but I think, 
I think overall it's like it was super, like obviously super exciting and it it was cool as well getting a lot of messages from other like indie developers. I feel like when stuff like this happens it's almost like a win for the whole indie community because when the review comes out it's all the sort of like the big name apps and so for like one of us little guys to yeah, like Christian to get something in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always somebody like that. You represent big tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Disney, uh, guy from Halifax. Uh. Um, yeah, uh, but no, I think it was like, it was super cool um, just to kind of um, hear from everyone. And I think, yeah, there's a chance for like every indie developer to kind of, I guess, celebrate that we kind of pushed through the barrier a little bit. Um it's such a sense of like pride for like other people. I don't know. It's weird. Like it doesn't feel like we're a very competitive industry amongst each other. Like, I don't know. Like you're just like, you're not like, damn, I wish that was me. You're like, holy shit, Devin's yeah. crushing it. Like <laughs> yeah. good for him. Like, There's definitely some rivalries. I, I feel like that kind of exists in some places, but for the most part, especially in like sort of indie yeah. dev scene, it's it, like, it's just exciting when somebody, you know, uh, has a success. somewhere. Yeah. yeah yeah like and part of it is i think it feels like we're all struggling through the same things pretty publicly together so it's not like we're all we only see each other at award season or something you know yeah and where you're competitive it's like most <laughs> right. of the time we're like man i can't figure out this uh like for me it's like all these obscure audio bugs and then the only people who have also run into that are usually other people who make looping ambient noise apps right and they right. will frequently be like oh hey i ran into that too and i filed this feedback or oh i tried this hack and i got it working and once you have that interaction with somebody it's like it's hard to ever be mad at that person right right and these platforms are so big that it's it's never like you need one person to succeed and everyone else has to fail like i remember <laughs> totally. like i think it was like rivian was talking about it, how they were like are you gonna beat tesla and it was like dude there's like 1700 car brands like if you just walk down the road like and they're all most of them are doing great like you don't need one car brand to win like that would almost be yeah. ridiculous like everyone can do great yeah it's interesting and yeah it is it is really nice when it feels like because I, I feel like I see this with both of you online too, where it's like, I feel like if I have something written about it or whatever, I feel like I have to be self-deprecating about it. Like, oh yeah, but it sucks or whatever. But when other people are excited about it, it makes it feel like it's okay for me to be excited about it. Does that make any sense? Yeah, no, that, that's a good way. Yeah. It's kind of like a weird, like, I don't know. I do, I do appreciate when people send me something that I've already seen because I have Google alerts and stuff. I do legitimately get excited whenever I see that. Right. It's not like I'm just being polite. It's like a legit, like, Oh yeah. Like sometimes yeah. I'm worried that people will see me responding to multiple people every time being excited. And they're like, Oh, okay. He's just playing this game. It's like, no, like I, each time somebody sends me one of those, like, Oh, you're featured in wherever. It's like, another reminder that real people see this stuff and it's not just numbers yeah. on a computer. It never stops it was, being cool. It was pretty cool with this. Cause I had like just a, a couple people that I don't even like talk to very often, just like friends, like in, in the real world, <laughs> um, that like sent me a message like, Hey, I just saw you in like the wall street journal. I was like, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's a pretty um, crazy sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. It doesn't, I was it doesn't asking you right. that the day it happened. I was like, I was like, is, does the Wall Street Journal have the same? Because here, Wall Street Journal is like in the same sort of breath as New York Times or uh, or oh. The Times or BBC or something. It's like kind of like a institution. But I didn't know if in New Zealand, if that had the same. 
instant recognizability. Like it sounds important, but people probably don't have the same. They're like, oh, that sounds like an important US publication, but I don't read it. Um, Right. But definitely, yeah, definitely. And Devin gets to go like my buddy Joanna now all the time, which is getting a little old. <laughs> my good friend. That's been that's been my joke because she responded. Sorry, I can't hang out today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, cooking with Devin. Joanna. <laughs> but, yeah. And then uh, so Crouton had this really cool press, but then how did that convert into actual sales? Because that's the weird thing about this is, well, there's two pieces. One is nobody could just go buy it because the device didn't even exist yet and two uh almost nobody like she said the name of the app but i've noticed it's sort of just become shorthand that the vision pro and cooking are this thing and a lot of people don't even say the crouton app they just talk about it like it's this this default app that's built in it's been yeah i saw there was like a few top 10 like uh vision pro apps like lists on twitter and it would be like you know, like Juno, da da da, and then it'll be like default timer app and a screenshot of Crouton. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like this is not uh, it's not built in, guys. So it, it, it's well, definitely I mean, an interesting it's quite a compliment to be like on the caliber of built in apps. I mean, if you want to look at it like that, I guess. But, I guess so. Hell? But then I have to be the awkward guy that's like, oh, that's me. It's me. <laughs> I've been trying to do that for you where I where I see it because yeah, it's really awkward when it's yourself being like, look at um, me, look at me. Yeah, I guess going back to your sort of original question, it's an, definitely an interesting one because normally, I guess, around like iOS update season, everyone has iPhones. So when you get picked up by the press, people can just go to their phone and download the app. Yeah, whereas, even if they don't have the new phone or the newest OS. Yeah, even. yeah. And so, whereas with this, it's like, I think a lot of people probably watch and think, oh, that's probably an interesting um, Vision Pro app, but I'm never going to buy one of those. So, like, whatever. And they might not think to look at it. Um, on their phone and so it's kind of like getting featured on the ferrari store or something (laughs) yeah it's it's an honor but like a little smaller (laughs) i will say hopefully if if this is something that people are like this is the the thing that they have in their head it's the story oh i just got a low battery warning that's the first time i've gotten that i have a plug right here though two hours baby (laughs) but because because it it's a thing that i think is sticky in people's minds. Like they associate these two things together. Hopefully that will mean as people pick up new ones, they immediately look for that cooking app. Hopefully, Hopefully they can find yeah. what that cooking app is. <laughs> Hope you put that as your keywords? keyword. Yeah, it is in the keywords. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as long Joanna. as I don't get overtaken. <laughs> <laughs> no, the subtitle is just <laughs> that cooking app. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Cause yeah. It, um, there's a lot of, not a lot. I definitely saw in a few places like, there'd be like summaries of what you can do on vision pro and it would be like um like watch videos um move windows around cook is like the third thing that you would buy this for it was like a very yeah bizarre kind of experience to be part of sort of the catalyst of that i guess idea i also feel like i should have said at the very start of this that I don't necessarily recommend that you should cook with your Vision Pro on. And as if you saw the video, Joanna dismisses the warning that says that you probably like shouldn't do this. And so um, I think I'm still of the view that with the at least this first generation, if you are going to cook with it, that's that's definitely at your own sort of risk. Um, that's fair. That's very responsible. It's like a yeah. It, it feels like a preview of the future. That's kind of that's the way Joanna was treating it, which is like what you can hope for. Because yeah, you can imagine it yeah. being treated the other way, which is like 
this is a horrible way to cook. I would never do this. I can't see the pepper, but it's like, it's not, it's not meant really to be, you're not expecting people to really be bringing this into their lives, cooking all the time. It's more like you're giving them this vision of what, what it can be like, and you can actually experience it now just in a kind of yeah. slightly subpar way because of the capacitor yeah, and stuff. I, I think as well, like the, to me, the operating system itself feels really well built out and kind of established. And so the things that are going to change over time is going to be the hardware and, and the way that it fits on your head and things like that. And so if I can build the whole experience now and kind of get a head start on that and try and, I guess, build a bit of recognition with people, then when it gets to the point where it, it fits great on your face, then I've hopefully got, I don't know how long it would be, but like five years of kind of time where I've been able to build that out and it's now ready to go as opposed to waiting all of that time and then sort of jumping on it. And so it's kind of, I think there's definitely like a long game here of like, you may not use it now, but you can experience it and hopefully get a, a sense of what What do you think the like. hardware jump would be that would make it like um, more possible or like feasible to, to cook with it? Uh, I think it would be probably the field of view so you could see down a bit more. Like if you're chopping, you, you really have to look down, like right down. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, and then um, probably just, I guess, maybe the clarity of the pass-through. So like in Joanna's video, she talked about the color. Like if you're trying to cook your food to a certain doneness, it's I think going to be a bit more challenging. That's fair. And like um, in low light in particular, it starts getting pretty rough, which if most people that don't have super nice kitchens, it's like, your stove is probably black and you have cabinets right above it. So that's usually a True, dim area. Right. Um, and so being able to we see have this like giant window by, by our kitchen. So it's like fortuitous. That's like really good vision pro territory. So during the day, nice. well, yeah, that's true. But New Zealand gets 20 hours of sunlight. Oh least. yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> it's right. It's like Alaska. It's permanently yeah. uh, like a Lord of the Rings uh, scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so, okay. But in terms of like sales themselves though, have you, cause crouton already existed. Have you even seen really much of an impact at all? Or is it more like, you know, this is some cool recognition publicly, but that's really it. Uh, yeah, I think it's, um, it's definitely had like a, like a big impact. I think, uh, if it was, if it had happened a few years down the line when more people had the device at the time, I think it probably would, would be more significant, but it's definitely, I had pretty low expectations going into it because I, I didn't actually think that a, like my cooking app was going to get much attention. So to have any kind of boost has been pretty exciting. Um, and it, so it's well exceeded kind of my expectations uh, for what that would be. And I think even like not even from like a financial perspective, um, there's been at least one interaction I had with someone where like they already knew what crouton was, which is not an experience that I'm, I'm used to. So like, I don't know if you can necessarily put a price on some of just the recognition that might come from it. That it's like now you're just at the grocery a, a store that... and they were like crouton guy. <laughs> crouton guy. Yeah. And Kaipoi in New Zealand. Yeah. No, uh, just on online, but normally oh, I have to be like, crouton. Hey, you should check out crouton, this recipe app. And it's sort of now I can sometimes, at least for this week before everyone forgets, I can just say crouton. There really is like at our scale when a lot of your, um, like if you, you don't have like an ASO team or something, right? So like we're sort of earning our own, uh, like uh, users, right. In some capacity. And a lot of the way that 
most of us do it i feel like is i'm noticing my shoulder just keeps popping up like it's <laughs> i don't know what that's about i'm not doing that i can tell you i thought you had music playing and you were kind of dancing <laughs> no i mean i'm off my head of course but like i don't know why my shoulder is just flying up like that um anyway but like we're if we have to acquire our own users somehow a big way that we're doing that is through press right through apple features or nine to five or whatever or our twitter following or whatever so like those are long games where it kind of builds over time and so being known as the xyz person like christian i was listening to the latest waveform podcast and they were like talking about the drm stuff and they were like yeah we texted Christian Seelig, the guy who, who <laughs> used to make Apollo, which is what they... I think they did mention Pixel Files, but of course they started it with oh, used yeah, to do I'm Apollo. Just, I'm just happy to be included at all. Yeah, But I mean, it's just like, <laughs> you were a person they could go to for a random question. Did that mm. interaction help your sales? Unlikely, right? But yeah. uh, that continued relationship as being a reliable person to reach out to, that pays dividends when you do have a big launch and it's like you might get a retweet or a mention in a video or something like that right and so oh exactly i I think those types of things they're not as like one-to-one mapping to money but you know it all it all sort of feeds into you're a member of this community that people look to and then that pays whenever you are looking for attention Mm -hmm. oh for sure and speaking of attention then uh (laughs) let's talk about juno because juno on launch uh you didn't get a wall street journal uh video no, still still hoping for joanna <laughs> still, yeah still need to she in. snubbed you yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> <That's deep. laughs> my but, dms uh, are all on red turns out there is quite a lot of demand for uh for youtube on vision os because at least last i saw you you said that like it's already paid for itself the vision pro yeah that was kind of like my super long-term goal was like it would be cool if it just paid for this you know headset um but but even the one terabyte yeah. or 256 gig uh, I got the, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it depends if you yeah if you add an accessory you get the travel case well yeah. your import tax and <laughs> yeah no it, uh, yeah that changes the calculus a bit but i got the 256 gig one so i wanted it to be as much in my favor as possible um yeah. <laughs> for sure but it would um yeah I don't, yeah it was like i was like if it ever paid for it that would be super cool but like i think for me it was just fundamentally like i just want this app for myself and hopefully someone else gives a crap yeah um, and thankfully it seemed like something that like a lot of people did care about enough um and, and it always makes for a fun story when it's something like um um you know big cooking didn't make an app but Devin did um and you're just like <laughs> that you know trillion dollar industry or you know megacorp um wasn't able to put something together but like you know this guy in his apartment was able to like that makes for a fun story totally. too and i think yeah. um like yeah because i think we're all waiting for you know martha stewart to come along and with like some revolution in the vr space but <laughs> I, I did not know where that was going <laughs> what <laughs> yeah is, no, that, like, is that a like, deep cut that i don't I, know yeah. no 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 i mean like she's like in vr well, in cooking, I just mean like I was. Oh, like, oh. You, you could you could make the argument that someone like Martha Stewart would come in, and you know blow us all away with you know her cooking experience. Um, but I think a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> what did it said? We got Devin. 
for the better, I would argue. Um, I don't know. This, this, this has lost its whales, but was that even in this version of the recording or was that like oh, one yeah. of our failed past Probably. failed recordings? I don't even know if that's a deep cut to this episode. <laughs> yeah, no, this, <laughs> this has lost any semblance of analogy, but, but I just feel like you could make the argument that you would expect. Like, I think unlike the iPhone 1.0 launch, like you had Epicurious and I don't even know if they still exist, but you had these big names like coming in and being like, this is our app to do the thing. Um, mm. And it seems like a lot more of like the mega corpse had more of a position of like, wait and kind of see um, if it's worth their time, um, which seemed a little silly to me. And like, I guess a lot of us indies who were like, well, fine, we'll just build stuff we like. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think, yeah, to a large extent, a lot of people are appreciative that someone cared enough to build like a really cool cooking app or a YouTube app or what have you. Yeah, it's interesting because like, like, yeah, like even the Apple Watch when that came out, there was like Twitter and Starbucks and like all these right. brands. I do think there may have been a lesson learned, which is a lot of them ended up kind of abandoning that. Um, that's true. Yeah. That's, that's... Although I don't know if they built it out of excitement or if they built it out of Apple reaching out to partner. Uh, you know, yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. But it's, it does it's... feel though like this is a much more clear yeah, exactly. like, new platform, like especially for any kind of like media consumption just seems... It yeah, probably like also obvious. the current develop like the current environment in tech isn't exactly exuberance, yeah. right? This last year. Uh so in terms like, of like layoffs. In terms of there's just lots of layoffs and right. so are there a lot of people who are just excited at Big Corp and want to bring their app over? I mean they probably are because there's there's still lots of people at all these places, but um that could also contribute too. But I don't know, yeah. It is. It yeah. is interesting. Is desire enough from like the lowly employee enough to sway like the billion dollar corp? Like, is there a revenue cat app yet? Don't get Devin going. On that. Uh, we don't. We don't have a. Uh, we don't have a native iOS app either. It's like our PWA. I'll settle kind of for a Vision OS app. You'll settle for a Vision. Okay, we'll do that, but not have a uh, iOS app. How about that? I want like three D graphs. <laughs> this is that necessary. Go, that go up and then drop down very steeply. And like the, the help docs or Charlie and spatial video yeah. kind of walking you through it. Ooh, yeah. there we go. I want to be able you to know ride what? a I like this idea because that chart. means I need to expense a 3D camera. That's what exactly. I'm hearing. <laughs> Those must be expensive. I can't 3D imagine. cameras? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like I actually just saw, you know, Insta 360, the like 360 yeah, yeah, yeah. action camera. They actually have one that's like, it's like a camera. I'm hold. Oh, actually, you can't see my hands. Look at this. Ooh, Ooh nice uh, it like folds in half. So there's a camera on like either side, and then that's a 360 camera, right? Because there's a camera pointed on either oh, end. But then you can unfold it, and then they're about eye length apart, the two lenses, and then you can shoot uh, 3D video. Oh, interesting. And is it like the same quality as like a GoPro or something? I assume it's not like going to blow anyone's mind. Yeah, I don't. I don't, that part I don't know. I don't know how it would compare to like the iPhone, right? That's really right, the, right. the real comparison, I guess. But um, I guess even something like this Mount Hood one, you don't need like like I don't know. It's really well lit. Like you could, it could probably look decent on an iPhone even. So maybe maybe yeah. you don't need an IMAX camera. What were you saying, Just speaking Devin? about like 360 video really quick. Um, so I, I launched a, an, oh, another yeah. app on the store, just day one, just sort of for for fun. It's like a 360 video player um, 
because I noticed in the, they were publishing those lists of like apps that were going to be available and it didn't seem like there was going to be any just for playing your own mm-hmm. like 360 content. Um, so I just thought I'd, I'd put one together because it's and what's fairly the straightforward. With with the, <laughs> uh, it's Rolly, R-O-L-L-I. It's a bad name because I have to spell it, but um, I didn't have time to come up with something better. Um, and it's really interesting because, the, yeah, as far as I know, there still is no other 360 apps for playing your own content. And um, what it also seems is there's nothing for playing your own like 180 degree content. Mm-hmm. And so I've been getting like a lot of negative reviews from people because they downloaded it to play their 180 degree content and oh. it doesn't work. And it's because even it, wrap, like some it assumes any video it's got is 360. So you wrap it in the sphere around people, right? Yeah. I mean, so I can probably do an update to, to ship it, but it's, I, uh, the harder part is when it's the like stereoscopic 180 because it, it's a single video feed with both eyes. And so, Oh, that's a thing that exists. Apparently it's a big thing that exists. And there's a, there's a lot of people that are unhappy that they can't play them. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm getting the brunt of it. (laughs) I'm being held responsible. Interesting. So meaning that like, there's like a video feed and it's got like the raccoon eyes around each portion. Like it's blacked out kind of. Essentially. Yeah. I think like similar if you watch um, like Apple's 180 degree experiences, like when you look to the side, it like goes black. Oh, right. Right. It's almost like that. But you see both eyes with the the black around. It's more like the the IMAX or sorry, uh, like, well, we call it Omnimax. But like the if you went to the Science Center when you were a kid and they played it on the big dome, it's like it's wraparound, but not behind you. Interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I, I think like if anyone wants to jump on a an opportunity. So you're not saying this is an example of like you made this app that it's kind of worked out. You're more like, uh, I wish somebody else would make this so that people would stop sending me negative reviews. <laughs> is that what you're saying? That's a, or leave me I think it was one of those things where you like naively jump into something thinking, oh, I'll just whip this thing up. And then you don't realize that you've accidentally like stepped into like a massive industry that people have strong opinions about. And you're like, I mean, whoa, you, whoa, whoa. you did, you like, made something that there's demand for, but you didn't necessarily, uh, you don't have the time to satiate that demand, I guess is what you're saying. Yeah, or, or I guess the, the deep knowledge of like one, the different video formats that exist. Yeah. Interesting. Because, yeah, that's that's the tricky thing. Like, even for Juno, people were, like, add, like, 360 or 180 degree video. And I'm, like, I had, like, cursory knowledge that I'm pretty sure there's, like, di- different competing almost, like, I don't know, formats is the right word, but, like, different capability ways to capture that video. And I'm, like, I don't even know if you managed to get the video from YouTube, how you would know, like, how best to represent it. Like, Yeah, if there's a way from the, to actually tell from what you yeah, receive. If it's, like, two eyes or, like, one video stretched or, like, I know some of them that it's like, if you open like the MP4 file, it's like a, it's like a wide video with a tall video on top of it almost or something. It's, it's all very wacky. <laughs> Your shoulder's still like Mine? just bopping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going I think I, my guess is that what's going on is this microphone because it's over on this side. Well, oh, the vision. I can't get my hand. Yeah. It's on this side over here. you have to hold your hand way out in front of you to get the hand to show up um i'm guessing it's it's something about the microphone is messing with its detection of my shoulder and it thinks i'm doing something i'm not it's almost like you're like trying to close a window without like (laughs) sneakily sneakily (laughs) doing something over to the side it's taking you like an hour to get it down yeah um all right so i'm gonna try and uh land this plane here because this is gonna already (laughs) gonna be very interesting edit assuming that we have enough 
actually like it's actually still recording uh it looks like it is um so i i think i want to wrap this up more or less with like your general feelings thoughts on the future of this as like a platform for developers um so devin i'll start with you but like i just kind of want to know like i know you're excited about it but what is it that you now that it's out what is it that you're thinking this is going to kind of turn into do you see it growing into a a vibrant platform do you think it'll be niche more like apple tv or apple watch like where do you see things going um yeah i mean it's pretty hard to know this is like so many people have had like so many hot takes of like whether it's an iphone moment or like a mac moment or whatever i think like for me it feels like there's definitely a timeline where this at some point replaces the mac and kind of anything where you might like sit down and do kind of like some focused work or like at least like um independent work like it's definitely not a shared experience at the moment and i think it could yeah. be a long long time before that becomes really natural but anytime like we sit down and like use a computer for something or like maybe even your tv i could see this replacing that um in the not too distant future like for me since i got it um i got mine yesterday like last night i just sat down and used it while i was using my computer i used the giant mirrored display um and sat on top of the mountain and that was like that's already like an amazing experience on its own. And so I think anything that you can add into that environment, um, like apps and things that you could build, um, be really cool. What about you, Christian? I think, yeah, that's, that's pretty hard to follow up. Like it's, it's tricky because it's like, I think I partially bought it with the hopes of finding out myself, like where I see this going. And it's, it's, I feel like it's, um, I haven't quite fully formulated that opinion yet. Yeah, we're like three days in, right? Yeah, well, like yeah. a day and a half for Devin. <laughs> we need a fully formed opinion right now. Go. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No. I mean, it's what I'm really question. trying to do is get an audio, like locked in Amber audio hot take from you that I can hold over your head for the right, right. next 20 years. Yeah, and you, you kind of lose if you're too optimistic or too pessimistic. <laughs> it's This could definitely be something. <laughs> um, no, I think it's... Um, I, I really like it. I, I think it's just really cool. And I think that's part of the reason I want to develop for it so bad is that I was like, even if me and seven other people are the only people who buy this, um, it's just really cool to see such a different paradigm shift in programming and development and totally. like building stuff. Um, and I find that really exciting whether or not it goes anywhere. Um, I get, like that really feels like anyone's guess. Like the, the bulkiness of it is obviously like a big barrier to entry. Um, and I think just even if like it was the most, even if like the technology from 20 years in the future existed in this headset right now, um, as it exists physically, I think it would still be a big barrier for a lot of people to be like put on this, you know, helmet basically. Um, but as far as development goes, like I think there could be some really cool things. The other thing I'd say is that it feels tricky insofar as there's, um, with an iPhone, like especially in like 2008 when the app store launched, like the, I feel like it was, maybe I'm thinking with rose tinted glasses, but it felt easier to program on insofar as like it was a 320 by 480 window. You placed rectangles on it. And as long as those rectangles had some semblance of beauty, you were like off to the races kind of. And with this, there's like, if you want to do something like really, really cool, there's a certain amount of like 3D like math and like, mm -hmm um knowledge and physics and like math and like almost game development level knowledge you need that is definitely um a little bit more um has heavier requirements i guess for lack of a better term but it also means like the ceiling's higher for what you can do so it's i guess kind of yeah it's good it's a lot of posturing to say I, I don't really know but i think it could be something i think that's it i like that that 
comparison though because similar to the mac it's like like to make a like great mac app and a lot of people's meaning of that it's like you were talking like final cut pro or yeah. these like big complicated math heavy usually creation type apps but the thing with the mac and i think what's been sort of brought back more with catalyst but i think it was there in the olden days too is like if it's a vibrant platform there's space for your one-off indies to make all these cool little utilities and that that's the thing that's interesting about this compared to like the quest or some of these others because 3d development has existed but i think the reason we're excited about it is it's this is approachable because it's it's got swift ui it's got ui kit it's got like uh it's doing a lot of the hard stuff for you we're not doing that much complicated game 3d development yet we're still making something that takes advantage of the spatial nature of the platform until until you go into immersive mode and then it's like suddenly gets a little mad it's hard yeah (laughs) yes right but that's the thing it's kind of like there's tiers that work their way up right for sure yeah i think as well like i've seen a lot of um i think points of view of uh because like when everyone started sort of i guess posting what they've been working on a lot of people's apps were um like coming from ipad and so they're i guess mostly 2d and there was i saw a few people that sort of thought that that was disappointing and like i want more like 3d stuff and like none of this ipad stuff which I i think is fair in some regards but i feel like just because we can now represent 3D objects on this platform doesn't mean everything should be 3D. Like the window in itself is actually 3D because it exists within your room. And so there's utility to that already. I guess if like with the timers, right? Like it's just a window. I'm not doing anything special with that, but there's utility inherent in it in the way that it exists in the room. And so I don't think that there needs to be a push that like all of a sudden all of our buttons need to be these big like 3D objects. Cause I think, I think that there should be a mix and it's awesome that we have a platform now where you can actually mix those things in different apps and not be limited to one. But I, I don't think I'd want to see a big shift to where like everything is now three dimensional. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's, that would be a, a little more mentally taxing. And and I think what, what that disappointment too, like a, what a lot of maybe people who aren't developers like us don't realize is that so much of the like, Oh, I did want 3d stuff. And it's like, that stuff is like trickier in the, tools we had prior to the vision pro launching like yeah. the simulator is like just not even necessarily any um lack of effort by apple but just like having a 2d window on your mac completely emulate like a 3d development environment where you're placing like cubes and objects everywhere yeah like it, it's really hard to do so i think if anything it's like now that it's out you know and more people's hands outside of just the lucky few who got developer kits like now might be the chance we start to see people actually developing like the cool 3d applications so yeah, definitely. maybe just wait a little bit <laughs> be patient yeah yeah we're just we're just on like not even week one really to your to your i guess to answer my own question then at the beginning like future of the platform whatever like i think i'm sort of similar to you christian in the sense that like it's just cool like it's fun like the thing i so i was a lot more bearish kind of on the as a platform like is this really going to be a thing that takes off is bear the good one or the bad one? bears the bad so the way you remember it is uh, the statue of the bear fighting the bull the bull is like bringing his horns up there's into a the statue bear. of a bear fighting a bull yeah in wall what street came first the phrase or the statue i think the statue is first okay. i could be wrong 
Or maybe it was just like a common image of, I think it was the statue was there first. But yeah, Wait, but so there's in a Wall bear Street. there? I've seen, right, the, right. I've seen the bull. So there's a, I think there's a bear in a bull. Or is it just the bull? I thought it was just a, I feel like I'd remember a bear fighting something. Well, either way, the mental image, I think, is that it's a bear fighting a bull. Maybe it's just a bull because it's like, it's the positive I, version. I googled it and it's like, a, I can see why you would think. It's a bull facing a little girl. Um, and i can what? see it looks like it's like a girl, girl standing like with her hands on her hips like standing up to the bull and i can see how you mistake a little girl for a, an adult grizzly bear um, yeah but, they're pretty much the same okay but the idea i think is that the bull is attacking up with his horns and the bear is coming down on the bull, the bull. and you are and you are a bear which is i was down, more bearish i was i was more negative, negative. see this okay. is why it's a good phrase because it requires so much mental load to stock brokers only or something right i think yeah you're right you're right <laughs> <laughs> anyway i i was and maybe am more at before all this i actually wrote like a blog post that i didn't talk about because i i wasn't necessarily proud of it but i just wanted to write up like my thoughts before I went into the uh, into the lab because I knew after that I couldn't say anything because uh, I just wanted like a note like an archive of what I thought yeah like a little time before trying it yeah exactly and like my feelings are somewhat similar which is like it's it's a platform that's difficulty to use is very high because you're putting something on your head sure. And I, I don't see a version of the like glasses, like true glasses happening in a very long time, just from a technology standpoint. So like iterations on this, you know, much better version of this, but still iterations of a VR thing is kind of what I'm imagining. And it's like, I have a hard time seeing that take off as a like super commonly used thing because there's so much load in putting it on it's closer to a Mac pro than an iPhone in terms mm. of like, like an iPhone, like an Apple watch doesn't have to be nearly as high utility because it's so easy to use. It's just on your wrist. And then a phone is like one step up from that. Your MacBook air is one step up from that. And then like a desktop computer, it has to have a whole bunch of utility because it's way harder to use. You have to sit at a desk, blah, blah, blah. This to me feels like it's closer to the Mac pro end of things than the Apple watch. Because of, of the difficulty of the because it's like a pain to put on, but I will say like so you you'd be pretty piggish on like an Apple jumpsuit then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't know what this means. Uh, <laughs> sure, uh, maybe I guess I don't know. But anyway, so like uh, the it. The thing that it has to overcome is is you putting it on, keeping it charged and being this thing that you regularly put on your head. And it has to provide enough utility to make that worth it. I will say in this first weekend of having it, um, maybe just because it's new, but I found it's it actually reminds me weirdly of the iPad where I like using it and I want to keep using it. And then I just kind of like sit in there like, well, what am I doing in here? <laughs> Like it's, especially cause it's so hard to type. It's like, it's nice for FaceTime. I FaceTime with a bunch of people and I actually really like that experience. Uh, it's nice for the like Mac mirroring personally. I have, I don't know if it's just my eyes, but like I find it a little bit harder to use compared to my Mac laptop, even 
even though the screen's way bigger. Um, but it is kind of nice, especially when sitting on the couch or something like that. But in terms of like sitting here, making it part of my regular workflow, it's kind of like weird. I, I haven't found something where I'm like, this is so much better. Mm. Not cooler, but better. There's lots of things that are cooler, but that utility wears off. And so I'm just not sure, but it's, but the thing that's like the iPad is interesting because if it is that compelling and fun to use, people will like force workflows into it, which help keep it kind of alive and vibrant. And maybe the technology kind of catches up in terms of comfort and all of that. So I'm more excited about it than I was initially. That's good. Okay. But it's hard, you know, in terms of like predicting, will this be a major platform? Like the iPhone's a bad example. I think the Mac is a more appropriate example just because it took the Mac a decade or so to get to like really mainstream mass market, right? It wasn't like it was a big deal when it first came out, but it wasn't, uh, it didn't keep the company afloat for a very long time, right? Right. Um, so I don't know. I don't know, but it also didn't have the marketing and just platform connecting oomph that Apple has now. And yeah, and much less of a statement piece. Like you see somebody in one of these and it's kind of like, holy crap. Yeah, that's hard to ignore. Um, right. <laughs> like for yeah. Better, yeah, for better or worse. Um, what are your kids like when you wear it? Are they kind of like, oh, dad's doing his thing? Yeah, I had this it's like yesterday. Oh. What's that? Uh, like I had this moment yesterday because I, I um, came home with it, opened it, and um, my son was asleep in, in bed while I was using it. Um, and I was kind of planning of like not really letting them, them like see it for a bit just because it's a bit odd and also I didn't want them to like break it. Um, but I was just <laughs> sort of standing in the lounge. Uh, I can't remember what I was doing. And then he came in from his nap and just kind of stared at me. And I stared back at him <laughs> with my giant robot face. And I could see like this look of terror. You can see the <laughs> what has happened to dad. Yeah. <laughs> Is he okay now? I, I think so. Well, he hasn't talked to him since. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> In fact, I haven't seen him. <laughs> no, mine, mine have tried it. Like they had, and they, we had a quest or have a quest too. And they've tried that before too. And it, it felt similar to that where we're like, everybody's trying it on and we're airplane to the TV and it's like a fun, but that doesn't feel like the future of computing. That's like, it's a fun, mm. uh, amusement park ride or whatever. Right. right. Um, but, like I will say it does feel like you can just be in a space with somebody and talk to them. It's not horrible for that, Um, but it's still, it's still weird. I'll say the one that really surprised me is my dog makes eye contact with me still like normal. Interesting. Like I, I, I wasn't sure what to expect there, but he just looks right at my eyes. I don't know how much of dogs are looking at your eyes or they're like evolutionarily like, they know to look at people's faces. You know what I mean? Like they're actually looking for your fangs or something. Um, well, but he just looks right at me just like normal. And I talk to him like he hasn't reacted weird at all to it. I think the, the glass area in the front being so different from the quest though, that, that like it must help there. Like I remember when I put the quest on and my girlfriend said something to me and I, and I turned to her and like, because I had the pass the run and I just immediately like rubbernecked to her and answered her question. She like did not like that. Cause I think she assumed <laughs> I was in like a world separate from hers and that I was completely cognizant of, um, but where this, I think it's a little bit more obvious that you're, you're aware of that your surroundings, um, which even just the black versus the white. Cause the yeah. white, especially if you're, like white complected skin it almost is like 
you're faceless, like in yeah, a weird way. Yeah, you have way. a blindfold on or something. Yeah, 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 whereas the black almost is like goggles. Like, right, right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's some level of sunglasses where you can see through them still. Yeah. yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I will wrap this up and hopefully be able to edit this in the next three or four months. <laughs> yeah, uh, say, we'll see fun. how recoverable <laughs> this is. But this was like super fun. It's always fun to just hang out with you guys anyway. So yeah, no, this, uh, this is awesome. Appreciate you sitting here debugging FaceTime with me for <laughs> yeah. hours. Yeah, the uh, good. yeah. Yeah. So uh Devin, where can people find you and all of your apps? Uh yeah, I'm on all, all of the current social platforms i think it's a dangerous sentence the last week. there might be a new yeah. one tomorrow yeah. what's uh, your no- on... noster <laughs> okay i'm not on all of them i take it back i'm on i'm, <laughs> I'm on x and mastodon uh my handle is just me devon um and you can find um my app as the default timer app on vision pro <laughs> Uh, that's crouton uh the cooking <laughs> app or roly r-o-l-l-i for the 360 <laughs> app which i'll say if you have a 360 camera uh it is actually really fun uh to to try those out and kind of like float around in a space if you've captured those before yeah i'm definitely gonna check it out um i just and then need a camera that can do it <laughs> yeah yeah and then christian uh where can people find, um, find you and apollo yeah local cemetery um, <laughs> you can find me um i'm christian Selig pretty much yeah i'm unfortunately still on twitter i'm on mastodon as well um uh i think i'm on threads it's, it's blue sky probably the um uh, yeah yeah just spit everywhere all right cool well thank you both again uh chance I'll see you. See you some other time. Yeah. <laughs> How do I wrap this show up? Everything yeah. is weird. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, we'll, we'll see you when we see you. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to discuss the show, you can find me on Twitter, Mastodon, Threads, or whatever the social media app of the day is at charliemchapman.me. We'd really appreciate a rating or review on your podcast app of choice. And you can find show notes and more at launchedfm.com. Thank you.